The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Hello, it's John Arenos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Episode 205 goes out to Chris Huggy Bear Barnett, because uh, you're probably thinking, hey, the last episode was out to him, but Gumby said the next five go out to him, so that makes my job easy. So pray for Huggy Bear, because uh, he won Gumby lots of money. I'm not Gumby, though. I'm Jeff Chalks Fox, one half of your dynamic duo here at the SGPN's MMA Gambling Podcast. We've got one of our exciting contender series episodes only three more episodes of this for this season then we'll have to get creative and start talking about regional stuff and whatnot but we got money to make over the next three weeks because the gumby god is back hitting all of his picks or almost all of it. well he he whiffs on one every week that's just just the way he rolls he doesn't want to be perfect and have people mad at him so he went three and one last week four and one the week before we won't mention the two weeks before that um it's the one and only this bring him in hopefully i gave him enough to riff on because he uh, gets all messed up when when i don't it's gumby god daniel really i missed 1.5 last week let's let's I, i'll i'll give it up well that that's jimmy, right yes that yes. jimmy lawson one doesn't count as an official loss by the way that we count stuff but boy does it feel that way <laughs> um yeah, yeah. We, we're not gonna talk we're not gonna talk me. about we're not gonna utter that name ever again jimmy lawson's name doesn't need to be said on this podcast if you're in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord, you should be because it's lots of fun and there's contests and we, we talk lots of nonsense in the fight channel. But yeah, Gumby was telling everyone to take Jimmy Lawson and that did not turn out too well last week. Yeah, he looked bad. Um, but anyway, on a different note, uh, yes. this slate is weird as shit. Yeah, I, is, I, I don't really so know a lot of the people. I was break, like breaking down the fights, like doing all the There were some I didn't like, know, dude. There's yeah, I'm thinking, is this a good card or not? I wasn't really sure what to th- what to think of it. So you're telling me it's not that great of a card? Here's a here's a hot take on this card. Ooh. Two two of the fighters on this card are very good. Very okay. good. Hmm. They're not they're not fighting each other, but two of the fighters on this are very good. Everybody else has a whole bunch of things that I'm wildly concerned about. Uh and I'm going to pick winners for them anyway. Two of them I'm not really concerned about in any way shape or form. Um, but like everybody else has got some like bugaboos in there. Okay. There we go. The, we have our first bugaboo set of, of the podcast, <laughs> perhaps ever. Yeah, could no, I think I, I say bugaboos quite a bit. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mostly because I got it from, uh, from Will Ferrell, uh, when, uh, man, what, what movie does he say that in? I don't I think know. It's, I think it's Step Brothers. He says, um, I won't do anything, anything with old ladies or bear traps. Those are my two bugaboos. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. Can you believe it? I can believe it because you still haven't seen Superbad because no. we made a, another Stephen fucking Glansberg um, <laughs> the last episode and you continue to laugh if you, if you know who that is. Uh, but you need no, to go- I, I I know who it is because you explained to me who it is. But yeah, you you need to go. You need hey, to he just he just uh, Stephen Glansberg just uh, typed in our Discord about. Uh, about this no about the event coming up the UFC it's coming up. it's it's not about it's not about you watching Superbad nope it's about Maria Agapova at Plus Money um so, I, I have a I have a take on that that I will share uh on Wednesday, Wednesday of yeah. every 
very informed take on that. Ooh, 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 ooh. All right. You make sure you listen, Stephen Glansberg. All right. Um, we're going to break down, like I said, week eight of the contender series after I tell you about a few of our lovely sponsors like win. Thank you for joining WinBet. Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet hundred dollars, get you a hundred dollar free bet. Perfect for kicking off the NFL season, which is kicking off as we speak. Plus, Winback Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. And Win also has their first quarterback to throw a five-touchdown bet, which Dan says is going to be he, – he said it was going to be that Cowboys guy. but It's not. Like, Patrick Mahomes just got it. Mahomes just did it, so disregard what I just said. Unless <laughs> – hopefully you already bet on that, people. If you didn't, there's still so much to choose from over there. And all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here. And as week one kicks off, and is continues to kick off and you get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy team, you need to check out the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB that has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app for the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias key insights from the renowned research team. This app really is your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting fantasy lineups each week, and showing off your superior sports knowledge to your friends and coworkers, which is probably the most important thing. And new features are available all the time, like player injury analysis and player impact reports, which can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments. Here's what I love about the app. Um, you can see key injuries that have the biggest impact on the outcome of a game and you can follow your favorite teams and players so i can quickly access all the news and updates for those players and teams the app clearly labels betting options so it's all right there at your fingertips nfl season is here so don't wait download the last game plan app today and right now i have a special offer when you subscribe get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan but only if you use my promo code sgpn my promo code only mine Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN. All right. So week eight, Dan says it's a weird week with two good fighters on it, right? I mean, there are two, like, guys who I'm certain are UFC caliber. And then there are some other guys who could definitely surprise me. uh, Okay. But but, uh, two that I'm sure are UFC talent. All right, it's once again going down to UC Apex Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's still in a cage. It's not in, like I said, a moat or, or a shipping container or anything fun like that. They're still doing it in, in, a, in a cage. And they are kicking it off with a bantam weights. Finally, the women don't have to kick off the event. The women are fighting next. They're making bantam weights go first. Brandon Lewis versus Daniel Marcos is our curtain jerker. Let's tell you about Marcos first. Nickname is Songkora. Do you know? I couldn't find a a um, translation for that. S O N C O R A. I shed also, any light on I that. also do not know what that is. You're supposed to be the linguistic guy here, and you're dropping the ball. You were using Google, and you couldn't find it. And that's, <laughs> you're saying you're not as you're not smarter than Google. I would say that. Yes. You I, would that say is, that. That, All right. that is the thing I would say. Okay. Um, Songkora. He's 12 and 0. I can tell you that with seven knockouts. He has not fought since December of 2019. He's a regional champion. I think most of his fights are in Peru. This is a guy from Peru, right? Uh, yes. I think he's Peruvian. Uh, used to fight at featherweight. He's got three inches of height on Lewis. 
plus 130. Lewis, nickname, let's go. Oh, what a fantastic nickname. Um, what's his name again? Darren? Brandon. Brandon, let's go, Lewis. It, there's another Brandon thing, isn't there? Let's go, Brandon. Is that why that's his nickname? I, I, I'm pretty sure that's why his nickname. Because it used oh, to be... that's not as funny then. Yeah, I thought way, it was like. It's way less. I thought funny. it was supposed it's... to be. We're talking over each other. It's awesome. People love that. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm almost positive it used to be like the Destroyer or some shit like that. <laughs> he's not that anymore. He's he's well, changed it. It's even funnier that I that I called him Brandon. Let's go, Lewis, because that yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> Let's, let's call him well, that Brandon. Let's, let's go Lewis. Let's go Lewis has got like a nice, uh, nice, nice ring to it. I thought it was funny until I <laughs> figured out there's a political connection there. Anyhow, let's go Lewis is six and one with three knockouts, one submission. He did win his last fight. He is 0 one on the contender series. He's the one that lost to uh, Mo Miller, right? That's correct. Yeah. Oh, look at me. Uh, he's four years younger than Marcos minus 150. So tell us about these guys. Tell us your thoughts on these guys. Tell us your pick. Tell us everything you got. So I got to, man, this is one of the ones where both guys are like wildly flawed. Um, Brandon Lewis in that fight with Mo Miller showed just like atrocious takedown defense, like really, truly bad takedown defense. Um, Looked like he didn't have any answers when he was on the mat. And and I think the part that bothers me the most about him is that like, he's a really stocky guy. Right, like even for bantamweight, he like looks abnormally short. I think he's. Did you say he's five four? I didn't say his height. Uh, I said he's I, four I, years younger than Mark because I didn't look up the height. I, I can get I, your heights if you want. I think I think he's like five four. I want to say maybe five three. They might you talk about be Lewis, like, right? Yeah, they might be generous by calling him like five four or five five. That's what the intern he's, says. Five four. Yeah, Sorry. he's yeah. So he's really stocky, and he's got these like short little stocky legs too. Like most of his body is torso. But then, like, he leans on leg kicks heavily, which, like, why would you why would you do that if you, like, can't get like if you're you need to be close and need to be in range and are always like out of range? Why would you lean on leg kicks with your short, stubby little legs? Um, So it's like always a weird move for me on him. So, like, I, you know, when I saw him pop up, I reminded myself about the Mo Miller fight. And I was like, man, I, I think he's just like an auto fade. He's like not very, you know, he's not what I would consider to be UFC level. But then I went to go look up daniel marcos and here's the problem have, have you seen the last time daniel marcos fought yeah 2019 2019 december of 2019 and it's in a company called 300 sparta uh, yeah that's where all of his fights basically were yeah, yeah and like some of the people he's beat have good records but you're like what does a good record mean in 300 sparta <laughs> like what does that even like what, what does it mean to be i haven't seen that movie either 300 sparta that eh, you're not missing anything um okay but in the, the 300 Sparta, luckily, uploads pretty much all of their fights to YouTube. So I got uh. to watch a little bit of him. Again, a, a massively flawed fighter in that, like, anytime anybody rushes him, he does this weird thing where he ducks his head down completely straight and basically, like, gets ready to headbutt you in the chest. <laughs> like um, he's a rhino? It, it's or weird. Or a bull? <laughs> I, I mean, like, I think it's like he's just, like, blocking punches with the top of his skull uh, kind of deal. It's a very weird move. <laughs> But when he is moving forward, he cuts off the cage really well and has got, like, nice spinning attacks. He gets a little wild with his hands, which I don't love, but he's got nice power. Um, so even though there's so many question marks around Marcos, I-, I think just because, like, there is a little bit of upside there with his his cage control and his ability to cut off the cage and his striking. And then when you add in, like, okay, he has been gone for two and a half years. Maybe that just means he got really good at some shit in the meantime. 
like, you know, he could have just been getting really good at his jujitsu or like if his wrestling game is even minorly decent, he should be able to frustrate Brandon Lewis there who like had massive, and don't get me wrong, Mo Miller's good, yeah. but like massive trouble with Mo Miller uh, in the past. So like, I- I'm going to go with Marcos. I'm going to take a small stab on an underdog here. I will say this is 100% the fight I am the least positive <laughs> yeah. of on the card because I'm like, for me, I, I wouldn't want to have... I would not want to have my mortgage on either of these guys at any point in time in their career. Cause I, I just, I don't trust either of them to be. Yeah. That's where I was headed next. This sounds like it's kind of a no win situation here, unless you pick the right fighter here and, and hit the underdog pick. But yeah, it sounds like why are these guys fighting on contenders? Here's what I'm asking basically. Yeah. The, the thing that's weird for me and that Brandon Lewis getting a second shot is like, they give second shots to guys who like had exciting fights and maybe didn't yeah. win or guys who had lackluster performances and did win. But, like, he kind of just got, like, manhandled by Mo Miller. Never looked good even for a second. And he followed that up with a fight with somebody who had kind of, like, a fluke injury, and then the fight ended. And, like, now he's getting another shot. It it all seems kind of weird to me. Um, I know he's represented by an agent who has pretty good pull in the UFC, so that could be some of it. But, like, yeah, he's, he's a weird one to be getting a second shot. Yeah, usually the... And they usually gift wrap the second shots too. Um, so, but you're Which going this, against it. So this might be because Daniel Marcos hasn't fought in two years and is from Peru. And I don't know anything about his fight organization and yep. had never seen him fight until I watched him on YouTube recently. But uh, yep. like, who knows? <laughs> yep. So next fight, women's flyweight, Bruna Brazil. Guess what country she's from? Brazil. Yeah. I'm Jeff Canada and he's Daniel United States of America. <laughs> She's fighting it's, it's Marnik. Brazil, it's Brazil with an S, though. It's yeah, Brazil it's with an S. Isn't yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh versus Marnik America. No, Marnik Man, excuse me. Um, but she's from America. Do you know her nickname, Dan? She has a great one. Uh, the Sawed Off Savage. The Sawed Off Savage. That was what I was called uh, for a while there too, Dan. Um <laughs> I'm tell you about her first. She's five and oh, her being man. That's an interesting sentence. Her being man. Anyhow, she's five and oh. Three knockouts, one submission. She's regional champ or was a regional champ. Used to fight at straw weight, plus 175. That's all I can tell you about her, except she's, I think she's five feet tall. That's why she's sawed off savage. Brazil, seven, two, and one. Two knockouts, two submissions. She's won six straight fights. She's 0-1 as a pro boxer. She also used to fight at feather, uh, straw weight, blah, blah, blah. She's six inches taller than the man, minus 205. Hopefully Dan can fill in more of the gaps here. Yeah, so the, the big piece here is the size discrepancy. Yeah. Um, it's really tough to overlook in this fight because man uh, is giving up six feet and she she kind of throws like loopy hooks um, to try to get into range and, you know, with, with varying levels of, of success. But like, that's what she does to try to get into range. And Brazil is like, she's got that like karate, point style karate striking with the low hand, she's light on her feet. She just like kind of like flicks kicks out anytime you come to range. She'll throw that like little front kick if she thinks you're rushing her too hard and then just circle away. She's just going to do that to, to a man all the time. And like man, man likes to get takedowns. That's sort of why she like wings the shots to try to get into range and, and get takedowns up against the cage. But most of the takedowns I've seen her score are like head and arm takedowns which are pretty low percentage and they're definitely going to be low percentage when you're up against somebody who's six inches taller than you. I, I, I think like she's, she's just going to like, I, I think man is going to miss Bruno Brazil more than anybody has ever missed somebody on the contender series. Like it, 
the 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 significant striking numbers are going to be bad for her. Um, and Brazil's just going to pick her apart. Might not be the most exciting fight unless Brazil like is going for it. I, I think she's just going to pick up pick her apart and stay safe. All right, there you go. Bruna Brazil is the pick from Daniel America. Fubo TV is your pick if you watch if you want to watch football. You do need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, with no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and you get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Promo guy.us for all your sports betters out there. Promo guy, I want to tell you about uh, the best thing um, going that as I scroll back to get my ad read. Here you go. I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called promoguy.us. At promoguy.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odds, boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business, plus tons of free picks as well. Promoguy.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's promoguy.us. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You can probably, you probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game changer product like anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over under game, over under game integrated into fantasy. The first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via over under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy leagues matchup screen. Patrick Mahomes, for example, is your starting fantasy quarterback. Not only do you think you're going to win your fantasy matchup this week, but you are confident that Mahomes is going to hit his over 250 passing yards line, which he did today. If you So hopefully you pick that, and if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. Main reason I'm excited about over, under on Sleeper, is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat, or I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Go on your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms, conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, move on to the third fight from the top. It is going to be lightweights. This is a lighter weight week on the Contender Series. Malik Lewis versus Trevor Peak. Uh, let's tell you about Peak first. 6-0 with one no contest. Six knockouts, so he is a finisher. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. Yes. Used to fight at welterweight plus 170. Lewis hard knock is his nickname. Not that not that Duplessis still knocks. He's hard knock. I, I understand that one more. He's five and zero. Oh, four knockouts, one submission. So he's a finisher as well. So Yanni's going to pick this fight to go the distance. Is what this means, right? <laughs> more than likely. likely. Yeah, yeah, it is. He also is a regional champ. Used to fight at welterweight as well. He's a year younger, three inches taller, minus 200. Yeah, this this one's an interesting one. Uh, I actually think at the end of the day, Malik Lewis is a better fighter. Um, Malik Lewis uh, has got, first of all, he's a he's a pretty good grappler. He's got like a nice double leg. Um, when he fails on a takedown, he's got good head pressure against the cage, uh, and then like tries to chain things together. It, it's such like a, a clear path to victory here against Trevor Peak too, who. I'm not going to say he's got like a bad 
takedown defense, but it, it, he's a guy who, when he comes to fight, you, you know what he wants to do. He doesn't hide it. He's looking to take your freaking head off as quickly as he possibly can. He throws kicks with 100% power every single time. He throws hands with 100% power every single time. Is it technical? No. Is it nuanced? No. But does he absolutely knock people's heads off every single time he fights, including, did you see who he beat last time? Um, I did see. I can't remember, though. He just he just knocked out Kama Worthy. Okay, um, I didn't see which, that. Which is, that's a that's a freaking legit win. And he also beat David Robbins, which I know that name won't mean a lot to, to people who don't follow regional MMA. But, like, David Robbins is a guy who I had circled and had won, like, a whole bunch of Valor championship fights and stuff like that. So, like, he's beaten some dudes by just winging them. Uh, and he's got crazy power. That's the thing. Is he has insane knockout power. I, I think my pick here is mostly... Uh, don't get me wrong. Like I said at the very top, I think Malik Lewis is a better fighter. I'm going to take Trevor Peak because I think he lands one. And and that's really all it takes for him is he just needs to land one. All right. That's all it takes then. And what number did I give you on that again? Plus 170? Did I? Um, I should I should probably pay attention to my podcast. Yes, plus 170. All right. He's giving you a plus 170 dog here, people. Peak is going to peak and win you some money. All right. Um, co-main event, as it were is a middleweight. This is the heaviest fight on the card. Middleweights, Ikram, Alex Karov versus Mario Sousa. Um, who am I going to tell you about first? I'm going to tell you about Sousa, Caracal Valente, which means... Not, no, no idea. Braveheart, another movie oh, I haven't seen. Nice. I haven't seen that one either. So eh, there you go. That's, eh. Again, I'm not missing much. I don't care for Braveheart. Okay. Um... Let me see. What, what I'll tell you what I was going to tell about him first. He's 15-2, 10 knockouts, 4 submissions. He's been knocked out once. He's won three straight fights, all via knockout or TKO. He was 1-1 one one in the Contender Series. Is that true? He's already fought twice in the Contender Series? Yeah, do you not remember Mario Sousa? <sighs> kind of, yes. He beat uh, Matthews Shuskevich, who had the notoriously the hardest name ever to say on the the Contender Series. And then he's the one who got knocked out by Chidi and Jikawani. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm still not paying attention to you, Dan, but okay. Whatever you say, I should pay attention. But yeah, I, I do remember this guy now. I think about it. The Braveheart. All right. So they're giving, why are they giving him a third shot? Is he that good that they're going to give him a shirt, a third shot at that? I mean, he, he beat Matthew Shuskevich, which first of all, you know, like, uh, again, say it again. Uh, Marius Shuskevich. <laughs> uh, so I know that's not a name a ton of people know, but Shuskevich is like, after losing on Contender Series to him, he went on and won a main event for LFA, won a main event for Unified. Um, so, like, he, he's he's good. You know, like he's really good. So, like, that that was a, a great win for Mario Souza, although be it by decision and maybe not super exciting. And then he lost to Chidi Ejikawani, who might be the co-main event this upcoming weekend. Yep. Very, very true. All right. Um, I'm going to tell you more about this this man, though, this Sousa guy. He's a regional champ, or was. Used to fight at welterweight. He's four years younger than Alex Karoff, three inches taller. He also has done some pro grappling. Plus 325 is the number on him. So he, they're not giving him an easy matchup, his third kick of the can here. Maybe this will be his whole career. He'll be a contender series uh, guy, like a career AAA baseball player. Uh, Alex Karoff, 12-1, four knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out once, 
he's won four straight fights. 2012, he's been a pro MMA fighter since he's multiple time Sambo champion. He's so good at Sambo, he's got his own Wikipedia page. So there you go. He's minus 425. Yeah, Karoff uh, is is the one who I take at his UFC caliber. He's ready to go. Oh, he's um, our first UFC caliber guy then? Yes, yes. This is the first of the UFC caliber guys. I, I'm uh, like, you can give a contract. He. Uh, he, you said he was 12 and one. Did you happen to peak his loss? Uh, yes, it was to Kamzat Chemaev. Yeah, it's to Kamzat Chemaev, which is, uh, which is incredible. Um, but like, it, I went back and watched that fight. Kamzat wins with like this really filthy knockout, um, with like an uppercut, R- really nice looking knockout, but he goes to his boxing because he fails on like four straight takedowns. Uh, Kamzat keeps trying to get Ikram Alasakaroth down and failing, uh, which is sort of wild to watch, knowing the like caliber of person that that Kamzat is taken down and can take down. But like Ikram was not having it. Like he was just like, "Nah, you're not getting this takedown today." Um, and that includes like Kamzat, you know, clasped his hands behind the hips of Eliskarov, and like he just never got him down. Um, so like the the wrestling of Ikram is just so good. And it's not just a – it's offensive wrestling. I think his top pressure is phenomenal. What he what he does when he gets you on the mat is what you want somebody to do when he gets you on the mat. And, and he's – you know, I mentioned he, he has that tough fight against Kamzat. That's not his only tough fight. He also beat Nishan Burrell uh, in Eagle FC, which Nishan Burrell, former UFC fighter too. And he submitted Dennis Toy Lewin, uh, which, you know, a- after watching him this past weekend – it means something. That's, you know, that's yeah, a good I, win. I yeah, it's, it's a good win for a regional guy. So, like, yeah, Oliskarov is just going to steamroll Suze here. He's going to take him down 100 times or just one time and really brutally one time. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely on Oliskarov here. You know, squeeze him into a parlay if you don't love that number or uh, start to look for, you know, whatever various crop that you want because he, he can finish the fight here and, and probably by all imagination. Will right. finish the fight. My my guess is probably uh my guess is probably TKO. Um, but like it, it's tough to read. Are you starting a new catchphrase? Because you multiple times you said squeeze him in a parlay. Used to be throw him in a parlay, now it's squeeze. <laughs> Are you trying yeah. the squeeze thing? Yeah, we're, we're I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Is this not okay. a sounding board where I where I can feel no, safe of course. to try a new catchphrase? Of course it is. This is a safe zone for that. Um I'm going to squeeze in some more ad reads, and then we're going to tell you about the main event. I'm going to tell you about Run Your Pool first. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. I nailed it that time. I butchered it last podcast. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with RYP when you're pulled to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Assuming it's still going on when you hear this, uh, you can hop in now to reserve your spot. $500 cash plus $250, $250 gift certificate to our store, SGPN store at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. Um, if you don't win, buy some MMA Gambling Podcast swag. Buy a Gumby God Tuesday. You can buy one of his Tuesday night savior or whatever, Tuesday night miracle shirt and wear it watching the event and talking to us on the on the uh discord how about that uh, um sign up today for this contest or just check out run your pool in general play.runyourpool.com slash sgpn that's play.runyourpool.com slash sgpn 
as I'm running out of steam as Michael Harris the second hit a home run for me, Dan, though. Whoop, whoop. I'm, I'm glad he did, but the Braves had a tough time today. Go. It was a three-run shot. Are they losing, though? Wait, did he hit another home run? He just hit one, yeah. Oh. Oh, three-run shot. That helps me. That does help. They were down four last time I looked. Ooh, so that, that All right, I'm going to tell you about Oz Trader. Well, well, Dan looks up scores. I'll tell you about Oz Trader. What is Oz Trader? They're still down one. <laughs> I don't care. I only care about my fantasy team. I'm telling you about Oz Trader now. Oz Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game game, game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oztrader.com slash bluewire. Oztrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Okay. Um... Let's get this done so I can sweat out the rest of my fantasy team. I actually have a fantasy article to write, too, for if you're into fantasy baseball. Check out the site, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, very, very soon for an article by me. All right, main event. Is this a worthy main event, Dan? I always ask you this every week. Half of it is. (laughs) All right, let's try to guess what half. Maybe the famous last name half? Yes. Okay. We got Alan Bogosa. Bogoso, excuse me. That shows you how unfamous his last name is. I butchered it in a bantamweight fight against Farid Basharat. I assume he's the brother of Javid Basharat, who is also fighting this week in Las Vegas at a UFC he, event. He is, and he was supposed to have fought in week one as well. Okay. Um, is he younger, older? What's the deal there? This is his younger brother. This is Javid's okay. younger brother, Farid. All right. Let's tell you about this gentleman. I have a feeling we know who Dan's picking already, but let's tell you about uh, Bogoso first. Mini is his nickname. Not a good start right there, is it? Uh, he's going up against Ferocious. So um, nickname game, he lost that. All right. Uh, Bogoso is 7-1-1, one, one, three knockouts, three submissions. Never been finished in a fight. Won his last fight via knockout. Used to fight at flyweight. This one is up at Bantamweight. Plus 275 on him. Um, Basharat, Ferocious Basharat, 8-0, one knockout. Of five submissions used to fight at featherweight used to fight at welterweight one of his fights was at welterweight do you have any backstory behind that or not i do not ate a lot of cake or something before that fight who knows he's two years younger than bogoso three inches taller than him minus 335 now dan is going to rave all about basharat i assume uh i mean like a little bit I, if you remember back to when we talked about him on episode you know whatever episode it was where we talked about him on week one uh, he's not what his brother is. If you go into this fight thinking he's just Javid too, uh, you're you're going to be let down a little bit um, because he, he's not quite as good as him. He does have a lot of the same stylistic stuff, though. He's got good footwork. He's patient with his striking. His, his grappling is the most important thing. He, he's got a really good takedown and good side control and submissions. And, like, he, he works really well when he's on top. My concern about Farid a little bit um, in the thing that makes him a step worse than his brother is he's a little bit too easy to hit. Um, I, I've seen him stunned in a recent fight, and that, that kind of worried me a little bit. But with that being said, Bogoso is not the one who's going to give him trouble with that. Bogoso is like, he fights with his hands really, really, really high, almost like he's got like one of those tie stances, but instead of his hands being away from his body, they're close to his chin. Um And, like, then he also gets backed up really easily with feints. Like, he'll back right up to the cage, and he doesn't circle real great off of the cage once he gets there. So, like, all three of those things lead you to be like, 
just take me down, please, right? Like, that's that's what's going to happen. So Fareed Basharat shouldn't have a problem with that. It should really be kind of like a showcase fight for him. I, I almost, you know, he, he's a guy with, with lots of rear naked chokes. He, he's, I think he's won all three of his last three fights by rear naked choke. Um, so, like, Fareed Basharat should just take him down and sub him as quickly as he possibly can. I'm hoping he's not, like, out to show parts of his skills. But I, I really think that Bogoso and the fact that he backs up too easily and doesn't, you know, defend all that well, I think this should be pretty easy for Fareed. All right. There you go. You've got all your picks, all your winners. Uh, the one that Dan's going to get wrong is the opener, I take it? I mean, it, dude, anything could happen in this opener. Like, Daniel Marcos could come out and look like a completely different guy than what I saw on film because it's been almost three years, you know, or Lewis could look like a world beater because he's fighting a guy who hasn't fought in three years. Like it, that, that fight is such a wild coin flip. So yeah, it, if there's one wrong, that's it. And it looks like I may win both my fantasy leagues. Dan, what a fantastic uh, day that would turn out to be. All right. Um, sorry if I sound distracted during both our podcasts, but had lots of fantasy teams to look at. You people understand. And I was texting people about money. They owe me, you know, the gen stuff. <laughs> um, all right. We will all be in the discord chatting about, well, we're already chatting in the discord about these fights and about the UFC coming up this week. So make sure you get in the discord, uh, go into the fight channel. I saw some different names I hadn't seen before again, uh, last night, which is always good to see. Well, the more the merrier in there. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. SGPN MMA is the account for the podcast that Dan runs. And he likes putting out fun videos and clips and whatnot. So check that out. I'm at Jeff Fox writer. He's at Gumby Vreeland. Um, what else? Read our stuff, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can read my MMA stuff and enter my pick'em contest at moneymma.substack.com. And Dan's Top Turtle MMA podcast will be dropping later on this week. But we can talk more about that on our Wednesday show where we'll be breaking down the prelims of this week's UFC. And then the Thursday show where we'll be giving you the main event picks. So I think I told you all of that stuff. So we'll be back on Wednesday. Um, anything else you need to tell the people, Dan? No, I think you got it all. You never have anything. It's great. He always says, I think you got it all. All right. Until Wednesday, I will remain the sawed-off savage, Chef Fox. He will remain the Gumby God, Daniel Reland, And we'll get in your ear holes then. Bye.